show coming from the rack store. Bet is packing and making a backflow. Let's go, chillin' with raccoons by the back door. Take all so you can stake more. All I wanna do is making door right. But I found this crew and doing alright. We wreck will bitch, ready to fight. So many raccoons ready for the boss life. I might fly high like a kite, right? But always ready for a shite for the right prize. Raccoon supply has the right price. Giving you respect if it's likewise. So I'm buying all the mean guys with the clean heart. Read between lies, laser bean through lean eyes. Larry or with clean lies, trash mouth, mean smile, be wise. NFT wise, fuck with these guys. It's the rack rap from the back lab. 100 NFTs in my backpack. Crazy rack rap from the stash app. Black will take a lead in this haystack. Today is Thursday, the 25th of May, 2023. I'm Finn, your announcer and co-host on this one. We got Jared, we got Zion from Terraform Labs, TFL. Very exciting. Twitter has been a giant pile of shit the last few days, uh, so... We'll, we'll see how this goes. Uh, Robo, over to you. Fingers crossed, guys. <laughs> the space, we've uh, just unrugged it with a bit of luck. A uh, minute 50 in. Off to a promising start. So, Jared, back to you. Welcome to the show, my friend. Howdy, thanks for having me. Oh, dude, it's a pleasure after all of this time. And uh, the, the title is quite ironic. Uh, that was Bruce, not me. Unfortunately, Bruce, <laughs> unfortunately, Bruce is not with us today. But uh, yeah, I remember at the time, like station was just going crazy. Uh, you know, the IBC connectivity and it was a great time. But actually now, now we're kind of further down the road or roadmap. You know, this uh, alliance, like I say, a station feather kind of trifecta coming out. It's amazing. So what a great time to have you on, Jared. Yeah, and thank you very much for being here, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So you don't spend a lot of time on Twitter, Jared, yeah, I've noticed. Uh, not so much. Not, not lately, for sure. Well, in our opinion, that's a good thing, because we always wonder how these devs that are supposed to be devin all day can actually just spend all day on Twitter spaces and stuff, you know? <laughs> well, we'll try, we'll try and come out of hiding a little more often. But, but yeah, most, most of my days... Um... Most of my days spent with with the team uh, running over different um, different features or or bugs or future scenarios, things like that. Well, we're going to be getting to some uh, nitty gritty. We'll get down just kind of some roles or responsibilities uh, to kick off first. But uh, I tell you what, before we say hello to Zion, uh, I have got a co-host and we have got a, a speaker as well. So, uh, B-Bands, thank you for joining. Looks like we fixed the rug. Yep, looks everything sounds perfect. Good morning, everybody. Excited to listen in on this wonderful show. Yeah, it should be a cracker. I'm really looking forward to this, mind, uh, because we're slowly but surely becoming fully fledged lunatics uh, over at Rack FM. Uh, Finn, welcome. The show would not be complete without you. GM fam, what's good? Good to see Twitter got its shit together long enough for us to talk to uh, the boss man. Looking forward to it. Can you hear the delicacy in my voice? Oh, my goodness. Oh my goodness, dude! Oof, I've had a. You don't get very many chances, and I mean, you've already blown through a couple. So I'm I'm glad you're dengue free, and uh, we got the whole gang here. So lots of cool stuff. <laughs> and without further ado, as well, we're being joined joined by uh, Zion, the community manager, as well. So hello, sir. It's a very great honor to have you here. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Happy to be on. Yeah, I've been enjoying your uh, uh, your writings. You know, I've been been reading uh, quite a bit of your stuff. Yeah. Ah, uh, can did uh, did anyone? Sorry, Zion. Did anybody tell Robo that comms means communication, not community? I, I know they're both very sought after positions. My, uh, I feel like for, the my apologies for my communication apologies. is my apologies, Zion. My apologies. They were, <laughs> And I'm saying I've been reading your stuff as well. What a plonker. Honestly, what a pleb. <laughs> I tell you what, though, uh, I don't know if there's any like uh, opening things like uh, Finn or B-Bands or anything, but I just want to say that since I've started having a look over on Terra, I've been in IBC, you know, well over two years. Uh, I always felt that 
you know, Terra was like not really engaging in like what I thought IBC was. It had, you know, it was looking at Avalanche and at Wormhole with Solana, et cetera. I always felt like it was looking elsewhere, you know, and it kind of like bridged in a bit late. But this like kind of 2.0 version or whatever you want to call it really looks to be trying to utilize like IBC in a way that I don't think we saw that with Terra before. That's like really exciting. But yeah, people like, you know, Finn, uh, JG, uh, the guys at White Wheel, they've, they've all piqued my curiosity and I'm just like, right, okay. So I've been enjoying it. We had TFM on last week. Uh, it was an absolutely great show. Uh, I think, you know, this could be a blinder. So Finn, before I just get a little bit of background, considering I don't know that much, right? Do you want to bring up anything, you or B-Bands? No, I think what I was more curious was to see how like a non-Terra native would approach this. So I was just going to let you flounder, but I am here if I don't see any bubbles and I think you're drowning, I, I will grab you and, and pull you back up. So you're, you're doing good so far. I think you should wait till he gets like to the bottom and then and then go check on him, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for that. So, uh, Jared, just for those in our audience that are not too sure, uh, what kind of your like role within the organization? Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, so my name is Jared. I'm the engineering manager here at TFL. Uh, so, so I work directly under our our CTO and and kind of make sure that the uh, that the engineering portion of the org runs uh, day to day. So basically, like Finn said, the boss man, right? <laughs> <laughs> not, not not quite that level, but um, I I, I keep people working. <laughs> when did you when did you first join Janet? How long have you been with like Terra or TFL? Uh, are we at two years already? I think we're I think we're at two years now. And and do you mind if I ask you this question because we had TFM on last week and it was quite important. Uh, post crash. What what motivated you to get where you are right now? Which is like, you know, I think you're right up towards the peak of a mountain here, you know? You're, you're on second base camp or something here, right? <laughs> like, what gave you the motivation to be able to, like, push on? Yeah, so I I started, so, so I, I left what I was doing, and I started working in crypto because I um, I feel very strongly that crypto has an opportunity to work as an opposing force towards um kind of like state control and uh and the march of ai um and i want to continue that mission i think that the folks at, at tfl in in general have been aligned with that goal during my during my time here um and that it's basically like the the most important thing we can do for humanity at the moment um so i definitely don't want to stop um, and I, I try to focus on, on anything that will allow for greater adoption and understanding in the crypto space. Wow, dude. I love it when, uh, I love it when the people in charge just start talking about morals and ethics and like other stuff, then let's just send it or <laughs> let's just make a ton of money. You know, it's, uh, that's what you've got to look for in this industry, right? I tried, to, I tried to, to tell you there's a reason a lot of us are still here, you know, like after after what a lot of people went through, like this team and they're definitely like one of my top top three favorite people. And not just because I work there with them, you know, like they're good peeps. And a lot of people say they're good people. And then like you see some shit go down and then you're like, oh, you were just saying that. But like when shit comes down to it y'all aren't really that good but like this gang they like stuck with it right and they kept like all right how do we get through this how do we like come back you know and that's yeah you, when shit like really hits the fan you see what people are made of and that's what we saw with this team well i've been seeing for a couple of weeks now uh since i first started again obviously we set the dow up on enterprise etc etc you know, I got it back in my old station wallet. Uh, the, when you peep under the hood, there's like excessive dev work all over. And it's like, you know, Luna went through what I went through, but was able to like, you know, retain this like dev kind of ethic. And there's just projects, you know, in all areas, except of crypto, right? 
you know, either like being released or etc. in development. And then I look at some other places. I, I don't want to name other chains, but you look and you say, where's all the devs? Where's all the products? Where like, you know, I, I'm not going to mention Juno or, or a couple of other chains, but it's like, why have I spent so much time on a chain where literally like three or four projects have been getting developed that you can take seriously? Then you go like over on Terra and you look and you're like, what? It's like 50 projects or something more probably. It's crazy, man, Finn, yeah? That and then you look at the project list on the other chains. And it's like, oh, like eight out of 10 of these look familiar. And that's good. I mean, we need the cross chain narrative to, to continue. And it's good that people, you know, are branching out and looking at, at doing things elsewhere. And then keeping in mind, how does that all work together with this like alliance framework that's being released? Um, just because I, I, I do have a, a kind of hard cut off today and right about 40 minutes, I, I might just jump right into some of the IBC stuff. If that's okay. Oh, of course, please do, sir. Yeah. So we're so so along the veins of like uh, you know we've continued developing. There's there's continued development in IBC and and I I want to maybe address some of the perception that like uh, yeah, I don't know like we're maybe we're not participating. I think we're one of a handful. I think what it's for. Um, I'm looking at list Juno, Neutron um osmosis and terra that have ibc hooks enabled right now um this particular uh module is, is going to allow us to do complex interchain transactions with single signatures i think it's it's going to be some really cool tech um you could do it from a lot of different places so like you you know, like like whatever we do, as long as the the chain is able to is able to enable this module, we'll be able to um, they'll be able to implement the same thing. I think we'll be uh, probably first market in like the UI department on this, um, and we actually have some functioning contracts between Juno and Terra already. Um, so as more chains adopt the the IBC hooks, you'll be able to do things like um, have a specific token. Say you have Juno on Juno. And you want to uh, stake Luna on Terra, you can sign a transaction without having any Terra in your wallet, or without having any Luna in your wallet, uh, which will, um, in a single signature, swap, transfer, and stake. Uh, so all three of those things will happen in, in in one swift movement. You guys have got first UI as well, Jared. Yeah, how far away is this uh, from dropping? So on uh, <laughs> the. The only reason we didn't put it out this month is that uh, the liquidity was really poor, uh, frankly. Um, and we thought that it would be a bad user experience that this tech was really awesome, but there was nothing they could do with it. Um, so we're maybe looking at some other use cases where uh, maybe the liquidity can be a little lower. Um, maybe you can just kind of like control a transaction from one chain to the other. Uh, so maybe using like the... Um, we were calling it like the native chain or the, or the source chain. So maybe using like uh, a Terra or Juno wallet to control um, maybe a staking or send function on the other chain, uh, things that, 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 that we won't be DEX dependent on. Um, and then also just kind of trying to expand our, our relationship with, with DEXs and, and try and find out if there, if there is anywhere. But I mean, yeah, you can just look at some of the liquidity pools. Like what do we have $140 million in total in liquidity on osmosis right now? So like, yeah, some of the, some of the pools just aren't as deep as others. I got a quick question for you. I, I've heard a lot of uh, devs in the other ecos kind of comparing this to ICA and Mesh, and then I've heard you guys say that no, Alliance has a different use case to work with these. Can you like kind of explain that just a little bit for us? Yeah, I can. Um, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, yeah, I can. I can kind of uh, delineate between the two. So I think there's. You know the the thing about alliance is it's it's uh, it's fundamentally different than these these other solutions which are aimed at kind of purchasing security which which makes a lot of sense um, if you know for certain use cases so like for instance Stride just recently talked about how they're how they're going to be integrating with ICS and I think that makes a lot of sense um, you know given that they're a liquid staking derivative protocol but alliance is kind of aiming at uh, kind of serving a, a different use case, if you will, or, or kind of a, a variety of, of different use cases. And this is obviously, it's an open source SDK. It's not something that like TFL, you know, like runs or, you know, there's some sort of permission involved with 
with like integrating Alliance or kind of different things like that. So, uh, you know, Alliance is, is ultimately um, a tool that allows chains to kind of repurpose uh, their staking rewards in interesting new ways. So, you know, with the, with like ICS um, and kind of mesh security, the idea there is you're kind of purchasing security from other chains, right? Like you're increasing the cost of corruption of your network in a way. Um, and there's, you know, different ways with ICS, obviously you're essentially, uh, you know, kind of purchasing security from the Cosmos sub validators. So you're basically taking on the overall kind of, uh, total value of like atoms staked on Cosmos Hub, and you're allowed to kind of extrapolate that as like the cost of corruption for your chain. And mesh security is kind of this design where you are essentially like sharing uh, market cap between two chains, right? So you're kind of like sharing security in that way. Um, and it's kind of like, you know, the way that Sony describes it is kind of like NATO in that sense. Alliances is kind of just a way to, um, you know, the way that I personally see it, this is obviously not speaking for, for anyone else, but the way that I personally see alliances, um, it's not, you're not trying to kind of purchase security using alliance, right? You're creating these mutually beneficial economic relationships between blockchain ecosystems where they're able to kind of uh, trade staking rewards back and forth. And um, yeah, there, there's a variety of different kind of there's a variety of differences between Alliance and, and some of these other uh, some of these other solutions, but Alliance is kind of differentiated by a couple of core components. One is um, the valid, you know, like with ICS, you're basically, you don't need to run validators on like a, you know, if you, you, you know, you basically borrow the validators from Cosmos Hub in that model. With Alliance, like you have two independent sovereign chains that are deciding that they want to kind of um, enter into this economic relationship with each other. And obviously it's permissionless as well. So one chain could do it without the other chain's permission, but um, that's one core difference. And the other, yeah, I think one of the other core differences between Alliance and these other security solutions is like, historically, you know, Cosmos chains haven't failed because they've been like 51% attacked. Right. Like they're not they're not failing because like chains are actually being hacked and then like the chain goes down or something like that. They're failing because like the chain doesn't have economic viability, essentially. Right. Like, you know, Alliance is a way to kind of uh, basically bootstrap economic viability on these chains in interesting new ways. So you can use Alliance to basically diversify and augment the staking yield for your your uh, native chain staking asset. So instead of people that stake your token just earning uh, you know, the native token, you could incorporate Alliance assets from other chains and then basically take staking rewards from them and utilize those to kind of diversify and augment the staking yield of your chain. You can also use it to incentivize people to uh, build like essential ecosystem applications or um, kind of exciting new DeFi primitives, as well as you can use it to um, attract users on liquidity uh, and developers from other chains by incorporating these alliance assets from other networks and then uh, people kind of bridging assets over to your chain, staking them, and then also potentially bringing some of their own individual funds to the chain and utilizing some of the applications you know, you're obviously you're rewarding these people with your tokens. So, you know, once that chain is provided, they can then utilize that token to basically do different things on the chain, right? So you're basically creating this kind of inter interconnected uh, blockchain ecosystem that hasn't really uh, existed yet in Cosmos. You know, Cosmos kind of, uh, it, it seems kind of from the outside looking in that Cosmos is very collaborative in nature, but to date, it's kind of been somewhat siloed with different chains uh, kind of self-serving in a way. But I think Alliance is going to be a way to really kind of bridge that gap and start to create a more collaborative uh, ecosystem. Yeah, this, I mean, I know what Jared said on a, on a time frame today. So Alliance, uh, I did have a good look through and looked at the estimator and stuff, right? I'm not gonna say that I understood it all, but I get exactly where you're coming from. So what does this mean for like Feather as uh, Zion? Because 
I noticed you was kind of saying in your writing that like smaller chains are going to be able to sort of access and leverage the liquidity and stuff on uh, on bigger chains, right? So the feather that the chains that'll be like created with feather, they'll be able to utilize Alliance, obviously, right, to help like bootstrap them. Yeah. So feather is something that we uh, we haven't you know published all, we haven't really published anything on on feather just yet. Um, so we're kind of waiting to to release details on that until we uh figure out a few different things so we'll kind of we'll kind of leave that uh we'll kind of leave that up to the community to discuss and uh yeah we'll, we'll share details when when we're ready could uh, okay uh you, you might not want to talk about feather and i do understand that uh, obviously of course i'm going to push back on that uh when i was looking at it and i'm a big celestia fan uh been waiting a long time is is there any way that you can kind of say like how it might be different or is it a similar concept of their like sovereign L2 rollups or can we not talk about it? Yeah, I think, like I said, I think it'll be easier to kind of, and, and maybe we'll do some Twitter spaces, you know, once we release some details on Feather and kind of what we're, uh, you know, kind of what our plans are there. Um, but kind of until that point, uh, it's difficult to kind of compare it to uh, just some of the other existing solutions that are out there because we haven't kind of, uh, yeah, we kind of we kind of haven't uh, figured out exactly what we want to do there. That's fair. That's fair. Got a got a walk first, you know. Uh, I'm curious just uh, to hear from from Zion and and Jared uh, if we can get Jared back up. Maybe he had to go. But uh, you've been watching what's been being built so far in the the ecosystem. Like, is there anything you've seen that you're like, oh, that's that's new and innovative or is it just kind of like people still trying to pick up the pieces to like continue what they were building did like were there a lot of pivots what what's like some of the stuff that you're seeing being built that you're like oh nice like this this gets us excited again yeah i think i sorry i think my connection at my my wi-fi at my house is, is not great i think just to repeat the question that i think you said was is it uh, you're essentially asking like what what I've been finding exciting within the Terra ecosystem that's being built? Yeah, yeah. Out of all the like, there's a lot of stuff getting built currently. A lot of it's like just kind of picking up pieces from from previous, and then some of it is some new stuff. That's yeah. I was just curious, like if you saw anything specifically that you're like, oh, this is really cool. Like this is innovation here, or is it just people like rebuilding what they were building previous? Yeah, I think there's, I mean, there's, there's actually, you know, we, we kind of talked about this a little bit already, but, uh, you know, lunatics are, are pretty resilient. And what we've seen is the core community uh, post crash has stuck around and are continuing to build and are still focused on building this open and decentralized financial ecosystem. And you're seeing some of these interesting uh, new developments. One of the things that isn't, you know, completely brand new, but is still something that I've have really loved to see is that uh after um what was the marketplace called that that uh that shut down nowhere yeah after nowhere art uh shut down um i have been really excited to see that uh necropolis or uh, backbone lab skeleton punks they've kind of picked up the torch and ran with it there in launching an nft marketplace on terra i think it's an essential ecosystem application and so i think seeing that and seeing the new developments there has been exciting um it's exciting to see that uh with enterprise protocol there's you know teams like uh, skeleton punks and lion dow taking advantage of that and showcasing how easy it is to build and launch a dow on terra um, i'm actually going to be doing uh twitter space tomorrow with the andromeda team and they're going to be talking a little bit about how Andromeda is going to be uh, launching their AOS product on Terra, which is essentially going to make it uh, a lot easier to build a decentralized application on Terra. At least in my opinion, like that's the way that I interpret uh, what they're building and launching. And I, I think, you know, hopefully they'll be able to deploy that sometime this year. You know, you combine that with enterprise and that seems like a pretty compelling, you know, like we're just making it easier and easier to build and launch on Terra. And if there's one thing that developers want, it's basically uh, speed to market and ease of deployment, right? You can want to kind of lower the cost for them to build and launch applications on your chain and attract users. And I think that Terra is starting to become 
a more and more attractive place to build and launch these sorts of applications. And with Andromeda, what they're building, uh, it seems like it's going to further that goal. Uh, I know Neptune Finance as well, which is a money market that's building on Terra, just put up a governance proposal to uh, uh, leverage a, a community grant to audit their money market that they're planning on launching on Terra. I'm not sure about the specifics of uh, what they're bringing to market and exactly uh, what that's going to look like, but um, I'm excited about it. I know that there's already, uh, I think we have Cavern uh, Protocol, which is already a, a money market uh, live on Terra. Um, that's kind of a, a fork of Anchor Protocol, I believe. Um, so it'll be interesting to see some competition kind of materialize there in the money market space on Terra. And I think overall, you know, Terra has a lot of work to do in terms of uh, kind of rebuilding our reputation, uh, not just in, within the Cosmos ecosystem, but also just within the crypto ecosystem at large. And so um, I think that. Uh, as we kind of do that, we'll start to see, you know, we're kind of building infrastructure while we're doing that in parallel. But as we continue to do that, I think we're going to see more and more teams see Terra as an attractive place to uh, build and launch applications with so many different tools at their fingertips. I mean, you obviously also have Warp Protocol to basically uh, reduce your costs of automation of different things in your protocol. You can basically use that as kind of a decentralized automation layer for applications that are built on Terra. So um, overall, I think there's a lot of really exciting stuff that's being built in the Terra ecosystem. And like I said, it's, it, it's, it's certainly an uphill battle, um, but I think Terra is, you know, like, uh, like Rack FM was talking about, you know, this is an ecosystem of builders and, you know, despite the circumstances, we just continue to ship. No, follow up. Uh, right, uh, Zion, I, I just wanted to bring something up if that's all right. Uh, I remember seeing a conversation around this like last month about the need for like uh, Terra or Terra 2, whatever we're calling it, right? To have its very own like secure, stable coin yet again. So I think that the at the heart of the post was trying to say that, you know, uh, like Terra Classic was essentially like had four like solid pillars, which was like UST, Luna, Anchor and Mirror Protocol, right? And I think the thread was trying to insinuate that, like, at the moment, there's only kind of two. And obviously, you've just mentioned, like, a Cavern, Cavern Protocol and there's Catapult, right? So at the minute, it's got Luna and, you know, Terra 2 at its base. It's got Luna. It's got uh, kind of Anchor 2.0 and a couple of protocols. But it's, at its heart, it's missing, a, you know, a secure, stable coin, like, equal-wide stable coin. What do you think about that? Yeah. So in terms of, you know, the, the stable coin, so, so was the question, you know, what, like ba basically around the, the stable coin being on Terra, the new ecosystem. Yeah. There's only like solid or something really, isn't there at the minute? Kind yeah, of. There's, there's also like, um, Axelar bridged USDC and USDT. Um, but yeah, I think. But is that secure? Is that secure? I think the argument yeah. was about, yeah, you can, but it's not secure. It's bridged, bridged assets yet again. Yeah, I think Cosmos is going to get uh, native USDC sometime soon, and hopefully we'll be able to bring that to Terra. Obviously, you know, the Terra ecosystem was kind of built on the idea and kind of the importance of decentralized money. And so obviously, you know, we, you know, we're, we don't, we no longer have algorithmic stablecoins as part of the ecosystem, you know, so we're running with what you know, stable coins exist within the Cosmos ecosystem now, um, which are those ones that I mentioned and obviously solid as well. My personal view is, you know, um, hopefully in the future, you know, obviously, you know, we failed in kind of our effort to build decentralized money, uh, you know, with, with UST and the other stable coins there, but hopefully other people, and, and we are seeing other people take up the mantle and, start to develop uh, and basically experiment with new forms of decentralized money. I think it's an inevitability that within the crypto space, eventually someone will, uh, you know, will successfully uh, build and scale a decentralized money. You know, until that time comes, you know, Terra's an ecosystem, we kind of have to uh, run with the options that are available to us. But I agree, you know, getting native USDC is going to be better 
than a bridged stablecoin. So looking forward to hopefully getting that on Terra once it's live. Could that be with Noble, yeah? Yes. All right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I thought that might be uh, a thing. Yeah, might be a better idea to weird off on something like that, right? Yeah, absolutely. Then you spend a lot of time uh, over on uh, Terra, right? So, what about stablecoin gripes you've gotten on? I mean, I, I, I always like the whole idea was, you know, a decentralized stablecoin no one can mess with, and then to kind of see everyone like turning tail back to the CBDC versions of it kind of breaks my heart. But I also understand that when you go up against governments like that, you're gonna get pushed and kicked and it puts a pretty big target on you. So I think it may be, I don't want to say better, but it may be a little bit uh, of a, of a more a safe path for the time being, not to paint a big target until there's more info rolled out till there's more economies using it, that sort of thing. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know that it's a touchy subject for sure. Cause it is, it's something you need, but as soon as you build it and it gets big enough, it just gets destroyed by the powers that be you know and i feel like that'll continue to happen because they don't want to give up power right like that that's what they do <laughs> so yeah i don't know i think focusing on building these things that bring chains together bring ecosystems together strengthen those bonds and then be like all right now that this is done and we're we're solid here we're stable like let's see what else we can build and kind of see where the environment is right we may have ai we may have quantum computing that kind of puts this whole thing on its head you know we, we just don't know well i think uh, there was a suggestion that uh, usk could have been an alternative right yeah there's like usk and silk and there, there's a lot of stuff getting built that could possibly be utilized at some point but again i think you you definitely need all of these rails built first and all of this infra prop first before you go and and start being like all right let's like pump this tvl up we're ready <laughs> So, hey, I'm wondering, uh, Zion, right? One of the things that made a lot of people who were like kind of non-Terra people, right? Uh, one thing that made us like sit up and, and pay attention was obviously looking at some of the projects who, I'm not going to use the word like left because like White Whale haven't, right? Uh, but these projects, you know, like White Whale, like uh, Kujira and uh, some of the dApps and stuff we've seen with like Backbone Labs and things. Have you been like surprised at their like general kind of like relative success over on like other chains or did you know that we're going to be like, you know, success or what? Yeah, I think, you know, we've we've seen a lot of uh, Terra project, you know, projects that kind of started on Terra, Terra Classic specifically, um, start to expand to other chains um, and launch products there. And I think it's it's exciting to see, you know, I think that it's it's just great to see that. Um, you know, a lot of this innovation and a lot of the great builders within the Terra ecosystem are still staying within the Cosmos ecosystem as a whole. And I think the Cosmos ecosystem as a whole has uh, a great ecosystem of builders behind it. And seeing these, you know, seeing these different builders from Terra, like, you know, like the ones that you mentioned and, uh, and others as well, um, launch either their own chains, like we've seen some projects spin out from Terra, like Prism's planning on launching their own chain, Migloo, uh, launched their own chain. You know, you have Kajira launched their own chain. You have these different projects that that got their start on Terra, going out and uh, either launching their own chain or launching an application on other chains or launching a product on other chains. Um, some of them, in addition to stuff that they're doing on Terra, um, I think it's just you know it's still a net positive for the Cosmos ecosystem as a whole. If right now you know they're they're not super concerned with you know building on Terra, you know that's okay. Like I said, we have a lot of work to do in terms of uh, rebuilding our reputation, and I think if we're successful in that effort, which I'm confident that we will be, uh, over time, you know, we'll see some of these projects, uh, you know, come back to Terra in, in some form or another. Oh, Finn loves the Prism protocol, don't you, Finn? Mm. I was actually looking at their announcement integrating alliance yeah yeah i i enjoy prism from uh pre-crash that was definitely one of the few uh projects i got into that i didn't get completely wrecked on so i i like their the way they did their their bootstrapping and their yeah i i really like that one so we'll we'll see what they end up doing uh this this time around but to have these tools like enterprise and stuff that uh, an alliance it'll be 
it'll be interesting because you know they didn't have any of those tools back then so now uh you know zion we're not afraid to ask like you know the right kind of questions or what we believe are the right kinds of questions uh one of the big reasons as well that people are paying attention to terror is that they are you know a little bit pissed off with their kind of home chains and stuff the, the the drama and the politics and stuff that's been going on i do look over i mean everyone has drama right but you, you look you guys look like you have a pretty smooth ship at uh, tfl you know kind of stay away from the drama and stuff but for, for you guys the organization tfl you know we, we all know about exactly what the setup of you guys for the next 12 18 months what are like the three biggest challenges that kind of maybe not concerning you, but you you know you're making plans for them, or you're going to preempt them or something. What do you think for Terra? The three biggest challenges moving forward. Yeah, I think you know in terms of challenges, like I said, I think the the number one uh, challenge right now is just kind of uh, rebuilding our kind of rebuild rebuilding our reputation uh, within Cosmos and within the wider crypto community. I think there's been a lot of uh, you know we've seen a lot of stuff in the press. Uh, since the DPEG, a lot of it has been, you know, there's there's different allegations that are being made, and obviously I'm not going to talk to the to the legal stuff, but I think you know rebuilding our reputation is is something that uh, is important to us, and I think is going to be kind of the the principal biggest challenge for us moving forward. Um, you know, once we do that, there's a lot of kind of knock on effects from that. Um, Terra becomes a lot more appealing as a chain to kind of build on and uh, launch on. Um, and so this is going to be kind of the next challenge is kind of uh, cultivating a thriving DeFi ecosystem within Terra. Um, but I don't think that we're going to have much of a difficult time doing that once once our reputation is in order. Um, so I would say, I mean, those are two. Um, trying to think of a third maybe big challenge that we're going to be facing over the next 12 months. Uh, I don't know. I think those are, those are kind of, you know, two of the biggest challenges for us right now. Um, but like I said, I mean, these are solvable problems and it's really a matter of, you know, like from the legal side, getting some legal wins and, and things like that, uh, you know, that that's going to help uh, drive things forward for us. So We'll see how we'll see how things uh, things go, but obviously, you know, we believe that the facts are on our side, and we're working as hard as we can to uh, to rebuild that reputation. That's nice to hear, you like Finn, isn't it? But that's kind of like the number one priority. Oh, am I getting rugged, or is it getting rugged? Nah, you're good. You're good, sir. Yeah, no, my my button's sticking here. I got weed on my fingers. I'm all sticky. Uh, yeah, it it has to. Uh, otherwise. Right. Like nobody is going to want to put any trust in that team. So obviously they got to like get that rebuilt first. And I think they're definitely on their path to doing that. I mean, they've shown like how many people would have just been like, all right, well, that blew up. I guess I'm going to do something else. Like this team is here trying to solve problems. It's like a puzzle, you know? And I think once they crack that, it's, it's going to be. I don't want to say up only, but it's going to be really exciting. Yeah. I mean, why you've got kind of like, you know, pending like legal issues or, you know, you're in the process of like rebuilding of reputation, like Zion says, it can't be like easy to be able to hold on to your good devs, make sure, you know, that they're fairly compensated and that they're engaged in their projects and stuff, right? Must be a lot of like motivational stuff where Zion comes from the, the, the top from the management, right? I think that you know the people that are that are working at TFL are very highly motivated and kind of purpose driven. You know, like we, you know, the team is uh, I think a world class team of of builders and and uh, also non technical people as well. Um, and everyone's kind of focused on the same thing, which is trying to build this more open and decentralized financial system that I think we all want. And there's. Uh, you know, there's a variety of different ways for us to get there. And I think, uh, you know, it's, it's certainly, you know, a situation where, you know, we're, we're probably up against uh, one of the most difficult situations that you could be up against in terms of a company that's trying to build in crypto right now. But I think if we're successful in, uh, you know, if we're successful in, in building back 
the Terra ecosystem to, and basically we're, we're successful in building the, you know, kind of realizing the vision that we want to, to realize, you know, we're, we're going to end up in a situation where <laughs> this is going to be one of the greatest stories in, in crypto and maybe financial history as probably one of the greatest comebacks uh, to ever have been made. Um, you know, we've essentially been fudded to death by anyone that could possibly take a shot at us. And coming back from this will almost certainly be, like I said, maybe the greatest comeback in crypto history. Uh, and I think there's a lot of people out there that, that don't want us to do it. And I, you know, I think that we're going to prove them wrong. I think it's really just a matter of time and, you know, continuing to build great products, build value for, for other ecosystems as well. I mean, a lot of what we've been doing, um, you know, is, is building for the Cosmos ecosystem as a whole, right? You know, a lot of the stuff we've been doing, you know, for instance, Station is an example of this, you know, listing, you know, supporting these different chains on an interchain wallet like Stations, uh, you know, in comparison to uh, Kepler, which charges hundreds of thousands of dollars for an integration, we've basically launched, you know, a public good that any chain within Cosmos can get integrated on. And we've been, you know, allowing, uh, we've been basically doing all those integrations. I, I think Station now is like, over 15 different integrations with different chains. Uh, you know, obviously Alliance, another one of these public goods that any chain within Cosmos can, can utilize. And most of them can benefit from, right, as well. So there's a variety of different things that we've been doing to help kind of support the overall Cosmos ecosystem. And I think that that's going to continue. I mean, we just, you know, obviously Enterprise just announced yesterday that Enterprise is going cross-chain. You know, this is, this is the premier solution to DAO creation and DAO management. And it's going to be now uh, a whole heck of a lot easier to build and launch and scale DAOs on a variety of different Cosmos chains. Oh, I could talk about enterprise and DAOs all day long. I talked about them for five hours of the week. I get wrong off Finn, you know, I love DAOs that much. Uh, enterprise is a, it's a saucy little bit. The UI is insanely good. Uh, it's really weird with like DowDow versus Enterprise at the moment because DowDow has got the features, but the UI is pretty much like dog shit. It blows up your phone when you try to put a problem or something or vote. And uh, Finn's like lost two phones in like the last month or something on votes. And uh, <laughs> but like, it, you know, it has got great features, you know, the multiple choice uh, or in fact, all the sub -dow. So for everything you can kind of do is like amazing. But Enterprise has just got that UI, you know, if the, if the features were there, You'd, you'd rule the market, right? Yeah, I think enterprise. I mean, the enterprise uh, application is only—it's only going to get better from here, right? There's a variety of different things that can be done to improve the overall experience. I mean, we have to shout out LionDAO, honestly, for everything that they've been doing to showcase the power of enterprise. Within that process, I mean, they've just been—they've just been providing a ton of feedback on how we can improve that application. And it's, it has uh, led to a number of different bug fixes, as well as some discussion around feature ideas and things like that. So I think that enterprise is only going to get better from here. And I think that it's going to be very exciting to see it go cross-chain. If you know anything about Vlad, you'll know that like there's features coming and there's, there's a lot of stuff in the pipeline. Like that dude is a builder. So I, I, yeah, I, I definitely, it seems like every time I go to enterprise and refresh, there's like something they've fixed or some new feature added. And that is like Zion said, that's all due or a lot of it is due to what LionDAO is doing. Cause you, you need that outside perspective of people that didn't build the thing to use the thing, to come up with ideas and, and break it, you know, use it in a way that maybe you as the builder never really imagined or envisioned so that you're you're not you know thinking down this line and they're they're trying to do it and it, it throws up an error like yeah that's that's huge uh, as far as like data and, and beta testing so yeah nice job ryan lion and the pride <laughs> they're out there killing it oh there's there's no doubt in that and i've said this like in several spaces before right i'm telling you there'll be studies in mit case studies in mit being done on uh, the lion down shortly because it's it's 
like unprecedented kind of ascendant success in like such a short space of time and what that what it actually did and has done and is doing it's just like from from a i'm a dow guy we've got a dow we're running one but you know nearly 50 votes or what uh, 50 proposals etc we've minted nfts we've done airdrops but like we're like cockroaches compared to like what we're seeing over on like it's just a marvel to, to I've followed the entire thing, mate. It's, it's spectacular. And what a great uh, way to showcase enterprise. You couldn't you couldn't have like, struck gold, Zion, any better. I like that you're using prop. It's like TV, TVL is used to measure like, you know, other things. You're over here using prop amounts <laughs> to measure DAOs. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I, yeah. Sure, but I mean, we're not a pleb there. We are doing proper stuff. We're trying to do it, trying to turn it into a business, you know. Uh, but yeah, man, it's, that's one of been one of the biggest successes. Uh, I was going to ask Zion, and you can tell me to piss off, no problem. Uh, but when you mentioned the, the TFL, uh, and I don't know this, mind, this is just my curiosity being piqued a little bit, right? Uh, Pre-crash and post-crash. Were there any like major like uh, obviously I'm aware there's some organizational changes, but is the vast majority of like the core kind of team like still there kind of thing, or did you have to bring new people in? No, absolutely. I mean, yeah, a lot of the core team is still at TFL. Um, you know, the the thing is, and even for the people that left, um, you know, you can't blame them. Um, obviously, we know that it's a it's a difficult situation uh, to traverse, and obviously for us to come out of. And so, um, you know, I certainly don't blame any of my colleagues, you know, for, for those that, uh, that wanted to move on to, to other projects, but yeah, most of the core team is, is still there and very excited about what we're building now. And so hopefully we'll have, uh, a lot of, uh, exciting new announcements coming up here relatively soon. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot that we're working on and I think that the Terra community is going to be excited by hopefully most of it, if not all of it, um, you know, and uh, in the background, uh, stuff that a lot of people might not know, uh, you know, like, you know, we have a, a team at, at TFL that is uh, building a lot of developer infrastructure for Terra and just making it easier for developers to build on Terra in a lot of different ways. You know, we have Evan on the doc side of here. He's in the call actually. He does all the documentation here at TFL. You definitely have to shout him out because he's been at TFL longer than I have. He's stuck around through this entire thing as well as Jared and has continued to spearhead all of the documentation, which is actually pretty industry leading. If you take a look at the Teradox, for instance, there's a lot of stuff in there that other teams have taken a look at and have forked and basically copied exactly what we've been doing because of how great it is. And so um, I think, you know, rebuilding Terra is it's it's going to take a comprehensive effort from not just TFL, but also from all of the people that are building within the ecosystem, all of the users within the ecosystem, everyone that's part of the ecosystem, right? Like that's kind of the cool thing about Web3 is, you know, you create these these ecosystems where everyone cr can create value and everyone, you know, all of that value can kind of accrue to the participants of the network. Versus in Web 2, where basically we're the product, right? The users are the product in Web 2. We create all the value, but then we don't see any of the return from that, right? So Web 3 has kind of changed things where now the uh, users of platforms can also become the shareholders of those platforms. And they can not only create the value, but also accrue some of the value as well. So it's a pretty exciting time. And I think that the people that are involved in the Terry ecosystem have a bright future ahead of us you know it's going to take some time and it's going to take some grit and determination but that's something that the terry ecosystem is not averse to and also something that we're very <laughs> familiar with given what we were trying to build before and how ambitious that entire project and ecosystem was and a lot of the individual projects that we're building and launching in that ecosystem as well so I'm personally very excited about Terra's future. I think we have a bright future ahead of us. I think it's, you know, we have, there's certainly some challenges that we need to overcome, but they're solvable problems. And if we're able to do this, we, like I said, we'll have the greatest comeback in crypto history. Um, but I, I just wanted to say, I think this, this space has been fantastic. I actually have to jump off guys. I really appreciate 
uh, you guys hosting the space and, and inviting us on and everyone who joined the call as well to, uh, to listen in. And uh, yeah, this has been fantastic. Thank you very much. And Zion, just for the audience, the reason I, I asked that question, right, and I, I already knew the answer. I just wanted the audience to hear it, right, is because I think many, when you're talking about rebuilding a reputation, I think people forget that what you guys did, this core team, took two crypto assets from an idea, from a dream, and you guys as a team just turned this into not only reality, but you put those two crypto assets in the top 10, one of them in the top five. And I think people are very quick to forget the kind of success that that team had previously. And to bet against you guys, like, would be ridiculous, you know. Finn, do you want anything to say before Zion drops out? No, let the man go. You guys are the worst at ending spaces. The last three I've edited, you guys do like the longest 15 minute outros. It's so funny. I love I love that shit. But no, thank you guys for making time for us. I know you guys are like super busy. So we appreciate it. A lot of cool stuff coming down the pipeline. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Thanks, guys. See ya. No worries. And when you launch Feather, please remember us and come back on. Okay. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you know we'll have to get them on because you know Rack Chain is going to have to get spun up on it at some point. So we'll need them on to, like, show us how to do it. <laughs> First time, uh, well, I, I, you know, Rebel and them has been hanging around with us, like, for a while. Uh, guys, if anybody wants to just jump up and, and comment before we uh, close it out, right, feel free. Uh, but that's the first time I've spoken to, like, proper, proper terror people, yeah, core people. And I will say this, mind, wow, they're all business, aren't they? They're all business. Yeah, I was mind. gonna. I, I was gonna ask you what you thought because you do. You've been you've been going out of our comfort zone quite a bit uh, over here at Rack FM, getting into other projects on other chains and stuff. And you've been talking to a lot of people, so I, I was kind of curious where where the boss man and the gang like kind of stack up in in your uh, in your 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 level I there. Felt, well, we didn't get to speak to Jared for long, uh, but very nice guy. But uh, Zion, you know, you can feel it that it's like personal from, you know, he's on this quest and obviously he's the like comms manager. So it's like his kind of job. Right. And it's just like really endearing when someone's like that passionate and engaged and, and they've got this like vision of what they want to do and they're going to get there regardless. That's what I took away from him. Like really good. Yeah. And I'll tell you, like after, after like an atom bomb drops and, and, you know, the radiation finally clears and I, I peek my head up, and I looked around and I see people like Jared and Evan and Rebel and MB and like all of these old Terracats still around and like still here. That that kind of gives me like a little a little confidence that like, yes, we're we are doing the right thing and, and this is where we should be and, and we're doing what we should be doing. So yeah, it's good shit. There's, was, there's a lot of cats. Tinting. I was a little bit gutted. I was a little bit gutted we didn't get to talk about Feather, but I completely like understand why. But that is like there's a few projects I discovered, uh, like going through all the docs and stuff. Like that, uh, what is it? Uh I can't even pronounce it. Uh Umlet, you know, Umlet. The uh, oh, yeah, Umlet. Um, yeah. <laughs> there's a orbital <laughs> command space with them, I think, uh from a while ago. If you just if you go to terraspaces.org and type in Umlet, you'll find it. Yeah, that's really interesting, isn't it? There's a few things, yeah. Uh, entropy, dude, but like like the Alliance thing's absolutely crazy, isn't it? Like, that's really, really that uh, and like, clever. for me, like, this Andromeda stuff is really interesting because once you have, like, an OS, and I, I, I wouldn't, and I don't know yet. I haven't, like, dug into it. I don't know if it's, like, how much of a traditional OS this they're like shooting for. But even if you have an app that acts like a dashboard that has all of this stuff in it, I mean, it'll be interesting to see how they're, uh, how they're going to implement it. I see Timmy down there giving the thumbs down. You know, are you not bullish on AOS, Timmy? I, I think we need a Solana phone competitor. And I think, oh. <laughs> I think with enough big brains on it, we could be running AOS ROMs on our phones. Maybe that's not what we should be doing. I don't really know, but it sounds interesting to me. And it's it's better than just the same low-hanging fruit that we've been seeing. Well, I've seen it popping up, the AOS, on a few prominent accounts. Like, it seems to have, like, quite a number of people talking right now. Yeah, that's part of that concerns me. <laughs> But the part of it's like, yeah, I know, like, 
marketing has to be marketed in a, in a certain way. So I, I, I'm going to remain uh, opinionless until I actually get to play with it. <laughs> but yeah, it, 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 either way, either way, it's something new and different. So that, that's what I'm kind of happy about. Well, I've enjoyed our nice little foray uh, into the Lunar Ego. It's been uh, pretty good. By the way, I will shout out uh, your man down there, Evan, is he still here? The docks just uh, oh, yeah. next to that, like, really well taken care of. Like, you can tell that's a professional job for somebody, that, right? Because uh, often there's a lot of complaints about certain docks on certain things, you know, in the cosmos, right? There's Rebel DeFi there, Neary will be in there. There's actually a lot of docks that are fucking disgraceful considering the money that these organizations have got, yeah? Uh, and the one thing that you cannot say that about, Tara, I will, I will say that, like, all the information is so easy to go and find out about. Hey, I got a question for you real quick. Did you send me my rack, Mr. Easter oh, Egg? Yeah, like, that's right. I don't forget about that shit. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, find the Easter Egg. Of course you were going to find it. Did you like that one or not? I see you left it in. I'm surprised you left it in. Actually. I did. I did. It, and I, I, part of me was like, oh, he thinks I'm going to just miss it because he put it at the end. So I knew exactly where to go to look for it, which was even funnier because I was like, oh, shit, I was right. There it is. <laughs> But yeah, it's funny. It makes my job a little more interesting, at least, because I'm like, oh, shit, did I miss something? Now I do got to actually go back and listen a little better, because when you got like a bunch of spaces lined up, the last thing you want to do is like spend two hours going through each one, because that shit takes for fucking ever. So, uh, yeah, when I hear things like that, I'm like, fuck, I better like go through and look better. But I was like, it's Robo. He probably put that shit at the end because he don't think I'm listening. And I'm not, but that's fine. I'm going to find it. And I found it. And then I put the screenshots up to fucking prove that shit. <laughs> you, you see Ari laughing at the uh, the one about uh, Crenshaw Boulevard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those, I like that. That was a good interview, actually. Ari sounded like a really good cat. So I'll, I'll, be, I'll be interested to hear more of him uh, on upcoming shows. Well, I did say, like, I know it wasn't great. I think Bruce was a bit pissed off that the double header was booked, right? On that day, and I asked him about, right? Like, and I didn't really kind of, I should have consulted, like, with Bruce a bit more, but Ari and, and those guys came out of it, what I was doing when I was researching the ledger situation. And I'm like, oh, this is hot. And I did reach out to a couple of people, but th those guys, because of, like, the, uh, the MBC, they really interested me. And I, I said, I'm going to look at the wallet and blah, blah. And I was like, oh, this is really good shit. Oh, it's fucking based out of Tel Aviv. Oh, they've got the best security software over there. He is really known for it. Uh, he's been at the State Department, you know, and, and he's like, bang, yeah, I'll come on. And I'm like, he's like, oh, it's got to be Tuesday or Wednesday. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, right? So we had Eric in on uh, Tuesday, that big one. So I was like, I knew Raffle with the late one. And I'm just like, well, dude, we can do this if, if you're pretty, you know. So luckily he came in, but Rick Raffle, they should have been on like the week before. They were like coming to not do a closer to the mint and the mint on Friday. And of course we had this show tonight, you know, you, you want the show we did on Tuesday and the show we did tonight. They're not shows where you're going to do a double header. Last night we got away with it, Finn. Luckily though. It worked. It worked. It's all good. So just remind everyone to go finish minting out the WCM over on Stargaze so we can feed the rest of those doggies. I think that's really cool. And then, uh, yeah. Keep an eye on rackfm.org, terraspaces.org, well, imaginesmail.org. Well, we got music coming. Uh, well, B-Bands is back. B-Bands is us. But very, very quickly, I'm going to ask you a question. Did you enjoy the Rec Raffle one? Because that was hilarious, that mind. I did. I did. Those guys seem like a pretty enjoyable group of cats. So it, it was a good conversation, for sure. And, and I only passed like Moles like sniff test as well. When Mull was like, oh, so you just simplifying it, yeah. I like that you made that a thing. I heard that on, like, the last three. You're like, all right, you guys passed the sniff test. Like, I just picture, like, little raccoon, grimy-ass fucking robo, like, swirling around him, like, sniffing him and shit, and be like, all right, boss, this one's good. Let him through. <laughs> oh, Mull, dear me, said he had good fun last night. Uh, B-Bands, welcome back. I don't know what happened there. Did you get rugged or something? So. Yes, but my husband's on like the phone, so I'm trying to like be respectful and not like not talk too much. Wow, normally Twitter's also that. been like Twitter's been a pile of shit the last three days. I watched the noob fucking Cosmos noob that that cat Brandon. I watched him try to start like four fucking spaces last night. <laughs> he even like put that shit off for an hour. 
tried to start it, still fucking rugged him. I was like, man, Twitter's been just fucking up today, dog. You might want to just take that shit to like Telegram or Discord for now. But yeah, it's it's uh, it seems like the problems were continuing this morning also, but hopefully they get their shit sorted out. They, uh, I don't understand how Elon was able to have a space with fucking 300,000 people and, and not rug. I just, that's not fair. That's all I got to say. It's not fair. Well, I mean, uh, Obviously, they spin up the new servers for Elon spaces. <laughs> but no, I, 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 th- I think the only way he's going to fix this, he needs to just like keep this going while they build Twitter 2, V2, right? They need a V2, but they need to build that shit from the ground up, starting with 2023 tech, 2024 tech, not like 2000. When did they launch? Three, 2004? Because they're like they're building on so much legacy fucking gear that as soon as they they update one little thing and like eight other things break it's like jenga so i i don't i don't know this is like another spag- conversation like for another time, also, but I don't think he's also banned i'm pretty i'm pretty sure his space did rug and that is why all of twitter was fucked yesterday and today because they like completely overloaded the servers and backed up all the caches and yeah, and then Timmy, you you come up here just to argue with me. Is this is this where is this where yeah. we're at right now? I don't know how yeah. to about this. I've missed you, and this is how you approach me. I don't even know <laughs> how you approach me. No, I just mean like I I I saw some tweets yesterday where people were making fun of Elon because his own space rugged, and they were like, "How do you not over allocate resources for something like this? Like it's baffling." Elon rolling into SpaceX, just like, all right, SpaceX, we got to shut down today. I got to direct 95% of this power to the bird app. Oh my God, I'm going to run for fucking. He shut down the Tesla charging grid nationwide just for the day to divert all the power to Twitter servers. (laughs) No one can charge their car or get anywhere. And I I must have misread that. I thought he was going to run for president. I was all excited because that would probably be the first time I'd actually vote for a president worth voting for. But no, some other dude. I don't don't even care. I don't even like Elon that much. And I would absolutely vote for him over any political candidate on the current landscape. I just don't understand how people. All right, Robo. And this. And this spin up a non-recorded. If you guys want to keep going, I got like 18 rack FMs to edit. Thanks for joining us. I love you guys. Nobody's bro. Yeah, man, he's going to be uh, cutting this off. I'll tell you what, I'm uh, I'm going to go out for a walk, so I am going to spin up uh, a one. I'm going to spin up uh, a one on the Rack FM account, right? Like he says, unrecorded. Let's end this shit. If anybody wants to come and have a bit of crack, you're more than welcome, folks. Three bands, Timmy, my catch is over there. Yeah, I'll hang out there for a little bit. I like to I like to hang out till like 10:30 my time, and then I gotta go do other shit. Let's go shit. Let's go. Let's go shit talk. See you in a bit. Bye bye, guys. Nice. I'm gonna tell you something. When the world starts to get really bad and these mugs out here robbing, you gonna love digital currency. All these motherfuckers, they be running and gunning, and I'm all like, I'm sitting back just having fun in the sun, and then I'm like, one out of a hundred, I'm just building up on it. So, some of everything we built are in the last hundred upsets. You're getting salty, feeling faulty, you ain't no man. I keep Robo here, grinning ear to ear, throwing up anarchy, smoking toiletries, spitting philosophies. Look at the dossier, we rack like geology. This layers to this shit, like it's sedimentary. All these little onion peels getting torn off and buried. Imagine the smell, that shit is a vital experience without knowing. Now you will not survive, period. Uh, he's a fucking trip, man. Jimmy, if you Jimmy, if you listen to this, right, you're getting absolutely fucking ripped to death, like on a spaceship alive, you little troglodyte bastard. I hope you fucking listen, I hope you come to my house soon. I swear to God, man, I've got fucking loads of weapons and my dogs, man. Nick, you just a little rat, man. Go on, fuck off, man. Do one. Fuck off. Harmony. Me and the other one, do you look for a fucking job? You fucking idiot, you've just been fucking at my death. Fuck off. Try to change the course of the portion philosophy. I'm just here for the corporation sponsor, but bottom me feels like I won the lottery, like I'm ghosting this pottery. Chill, Demi. Boy, the shit's supposed to be haunting. If it wasn't, ain't no puzzle, you would try to train your muscle. Air dropping like a fatal hustle, but the pay is buzzing. Think of all the loss of crew just to pick up off the tricky custom. I figured all those sub downs would make up for something. I guess it just goes to show the fuck do I know? At least it's quiet over here. I like my little silo. It's better than watching them fight over how to divide my time between. Sitting at the desk and the ride home Devs at Mickey D's, they leeching off that Wi-Fi Zapdos 
and mold, they shipping more than five guys. Console open, waiting for the kamikaze when the flash loans bang. They feeling like paparazzi, snapshot motherfuckers. We got layers, meteor, jawbreaker. We cracking a lot of craters, we wrapping a lot of pay dirt, maxing out relators. Imagine the smell, five dollar wrench to your Darth Vader. It's, it's really funny uh, to us at Binance that everyone here is talking about uh, blockchain attack. We know who all the validators are, we know, we know where they live, and we're, and we're going to their house and we're going with a wrench, a big wrench, and we will attack them with the wrench, and then we will take their validator home physically and put it in a truck and drive it to China. Right, so this is an extension of the, the activities you performed on, on BTC, right? Uh, funding and creating these massive uh, Bitcoin mines, putting them in caves, putting them in, in uh, factories that were abandoned in the past, and also using electromagnetic pulse bombs to detonate uh, the USA and the other country mines, right? So you're now applying this strategy to, to Lunk uh, in order to take over the chain, is that correct? Uh, it's more simple. There's no uh, EMP bomb. It's just a van of men in uh, and they have wrench and they're taking the physical validators from people's houses. They are usually very fat and they're usually uh, in the shower with, you know, with trying to wash their mice uh, droppings off their uh, clothes. So it's very simple. We just walk in and we take it. But if there is someone who is sitting at the computer or sleeping at the computer, we, uh, we hit them with the wrench really, really hard. And then they say, stop. Don't do that again. And we say, that's okay. Just mm -hmm. give us your validator note. And then they give it to us and we drive it to China. Chinese spaces.